You guys are going in for attempted larceny, assault, and resisting arrest, said Officer Connors, who didn't have to wait long for assistance. It arrived in the person of a fellow beat cop, Edward Stratton, who had drawn his sidearm also. Now wait a minute, shouted Yale from the sidelines. Why don't you put those guns away before somebody really gets hurt? What the fuck are you talking about, mister? piped Mullins, blood still dripping from the side of his head. Can't you see somebody has been hurt already? Are you fucking blind or something? Talk nice, will you, friend? Yale responded. You shouldn't be so impolite to someone who has a solution to the problem at hand. The trucker's curiosity was aroused, especially as he noticed the first officer on the scene, Connors, nod a smiling greeting to the well-dressed strangers. Just what are you talking about, mister? Mullins asked. He stepped over a carton to reach into the cab of his rig for a clean rag to help stem the flow of blood from his head. Yale walked toward the big man, speaking in a gentle tone. Do you mind if I take a look? He asked. Maybe the gash requires a few stitches. The red-faced trucker obliged, nodding his head in Yale's direction. I think you may need two or three stitches, Yale continued. So I'm going to offer you fifty dollars a stitch. How's that? I'll throw in another fifty for the emergency room. You tell your boss you slipped on some ice. Do you hear? Tommy Mullins was startled at the man's offer, which he calculated at two hundred dollars. Yeah, he said, but I still want to get my hands on the one punk who was swinging the garrison belt. Look, I happen to know the kid's parents, Yale lied. They have their hands full with him. When I tell his father what he did, he'll punish him good. That I promise you. But I'm asking you to accept this money so these kids can avoid going to jail and having a police record. But the cops are right here, Mullins said. How are you gonna... Don't worry about that. I know both of them well, Yale said, laying a pair of hundred-dollar bills on the seat of Mullins's truck. Yale turned to see the youngsters' relieved faces as he stepped between the group of detained young lawbreakers and, with a wave of his hand, affected the removal of the cuffs that held them together. Now you boys help pick up the cartons, he ordered, turning to the cops. Yale inquired, What do you say, Whitey? Could you and your partner overlook this one? A thing like this could ruin a kid's life. Being collared, you know, a dim future jail and all that stuff.